When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One sock is boiling hot. I'm just going to tell the story about my sock. So this morning, so I have these these socks that are like my favorite socks. And I put them on yesterday and I was like, okay, I just, you know, when you're just, I feel like I knew that I was going to lose them or something because I was so hyper aware that I was wearing the socks and I took my socks off before going to you bed. You have to preface, they're your favorite socks. They're my favorite socks. Like they're thermal. Um, uh, they're uh, they're hand-me-down, second, second owned from Ryan. So like oh, I didn't buy broke, them myself. Broken, broke it. They were broken in, <laughs> and so I I love how like I'm just touching my sock. But I took them off last night, and I just like made a, an eff- like a thing to be like okay the a sock mental a mental note. I was about to say make an effort, make a mental note to be like okay the the sock is at the end of the bed. I can't forget that tomorrow morning because I'm an I'm a devil for like throwing my clothes out like bomb yeah, yeah, yeah. like a bomb. And I woke up this morning and, of course, I'm looking around and I'm like, can't find my sock. So it kind of like started my day off. I like was texting Kim and I was like, my day is just a bit weird this morning, having a weird day this morning. And I genuinely think it's down to not having my other sock. <laughs> Will we move in closer? Yeah. So our, our, knee, more our knees are touching. Oh, cute. So we have Kimmy here. Kimmy! We talk about Kim in every podcast. <laughs> every, we're like, actually, do you know who'd be good to talk about this Kim? <laughs> so uh, finally, yeah. finally, we have Kim. And Keelan put on her story, which I think is funny because I feel like this question really, um, you could answer it really well. Oh, Wait, before, just on the the subject of socks, um, I saw a TikTok recently about do either of you have bunions? Do you have bunions? No. No. Okay. So I'm an, I've inherited bunions off my mother, but they just got absolutely mm. terrible after I gave birth for some reason. It was just like, okay, you're accelerating into old age now. Um, but I saw a TikTok being like, you know, the way boys wear those socks are like, it's like wearing a loose towel. Oh my foot. God. Crusty, like, crispy, like could snap it in half. Yeah. Why are they <laughs> like, like been that? in the oven all the time. Ties with this though. Like he'll be in my house and he'll be like, and come into my room like stomping, being like, giving me this look of attitude. And he has his socks in his hand, in, in his hand, and I'm like, yeah, you gave them to me when I was at your house. Like, why are you so pissed off about this? And he's like, mm, these are my good socks. I'm like, what? And they're like sloppy, flopping off their feet, you know, yeah. dragging off the ground. It's hard. Yeah, they're either like ten foot long or like roast chicken out of the oven like I'm so happy we're talking about socks because this is exactly what I want to say guys are so possessive over their socks they're like they're my good socks and they're rotten as well they're rotten they're not even nice they're close to your socks or anything (laughs) weird attachment it's like you know like women and their bras it's like the most disgusting yeah. bra. The, like the beige, bally like, t-shirt yeah. bra. <laughs> bally, exactly. Yeah. Like needs a shave. Mm. Needs a and shave. You, oh, bully. And it's like, why am I obsessed with that thing? But I'm obsessed with it. It's literally a piece of shit. Like that's like guys in their socks. That's like, like I have one of those, the soft pennies bras. And like, I will rip my room apart if I can't, if I like have a thought where like, I'm out somewhere and I'm like, where's that bra? Yeah. I will rip my room and it's like those like it's like so t- it looks like a thong it's so yeah. tiny <laughs> like chewing gum coloured <laughs> yeah. it's 
so tiny that like, yeah, like not even wasn't even not even related to the white family but probably <laughs> bought it white exactly yeah, yeah. yeah it's like that horrible and the, the little balls you know those machines that you can get and you can it like take, uh, the, balls take the balls off like it my, my bras would give it i only have one bra actually I'm ootering the bras. Yeah, I, I have, have one bra. I have one like cream coloured one and one black one. Wouldn't buy a white one because they go chewing gum coloured. Chewing gum Bali. Yeah. Bali coloured. Coloured. But sorry, <laughs> apparently those like loose tail socks are supposed to be good for bunions. That's what we're all supposed to be wearing. Oh. The tight socks are like, they're bad for your foot health. Because they oh. squeeze your toes together. It's so uncomfortable though. But like, I remember when I used to, if I borrow socks off my brother when I was a teenager because I couldn't find like matching socks or whatever. Matching socks is a big thing for me. I have to wear oh, matching same. socks. Same. But oh, so oh, I'd God. find my brother's socks then in the laundry, all lovely and warm out of the like linen cupboard. Mm. And uh, but they were so big, it was like going up a shoe size. So yeah. you'd have to like stuff them in. <laughs> You know, like shoving them into and the shoe. Like a big mound at your toes when they're in your shoes. <laughs> or the heel, you know, the heel of the foot is like up the back of your knees. <laughs> it's like at your at your calf. Yeah, literally. <laughs> love it. Knee high socks, very sexy. Oh my God, That's so me. Bro. I love those big, big clumps. Yeah, you do always wear those yeah. big socks. I, yeah, I always wear those big weird I socks. I religiously wear Christmas socks, like always. No. Kim, I hate that. No, no, I that know. gives me anxiety. I know people hate that. I hate like, it. Open my sock drawer. It is snowman's Santa. <laughs> like all of it. No. Sorry, I've been, I keep like scrolling on my phone and then putting it away and then going back to it. But I'm looking for this question that I saw and it popped out immediately and it was about living temp how to living temporary abroad. Did you do you remember that question? Yeah. But like you, Kim, so you have so th- remember blow my nose. So remember we were um we were, I don't know, we mentioned in a podcast before that uh, Keelan said, we were both talking about how you couldn't be completely free in a relationship. Mm. You can't be, what is the word? Um, independent. independent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we were like, Kim. And then we were like, oh, we retract our statement because <laughs> Kim. So Kim, you've been in a relationship for what, eight years now? Nine. Nine, nine yeah, years. Nine years. And you've been traveling like all the time. All the time. And you've gone to like... Usually once a year. Yeah. And you go like up the mountains doing yoga in the, in the in the forest <laughs> on your quest. own. A vision quest. What is it like? Like, how did you get to that place of being able to do that in your relationship? Because like, I feel like people even still 10 years on wouldn't be able to go up a mountain. Well, like, a, a lot of people have like a severe attachment anxiety and, mm. you know, like need... like. Even my friend the other day messaged into the group and she was like, it's gotten so bad. Because she, now, me and Ty have never lived together. So that probably goes a long way towards that. Mm. But like, she was like, it's gotten so bad that if we're away for like two nights, like she's freaking out and her anxiety is really bad, like super stressed. And she was like, I actually can't manage it. Like it's gotten really bad. I think a lot of people have that, especially if you're spending loads of time with that person, like 24 seven. Because I'm pretty sure they're both not working as well at the moment. So they're literally in their company constantly. Whereas like me and Ty have never actually lived together unless we were away. But I think like that, the start of that was when I was in second year of college and I just was in like, I was just, you know, do you ever get when you're in that state of like, I need to get away from everything and everyone. Like, I don't want to be near my family. I don't want to be near my boyfriend. I don't want to be near anyone. I just want to be by myself. And I like had such a longing to do something like different. I put myself out of my comfort zone and just like go. What did you do? So that's when I went to Italy and did the work away. And like even my mom was kind of like, what are you doing going away by yourself? Like, would you not like bring your boyfriend at least or like someone, you know, 
even for safety purposes, like she was like, what the fuck are you doing going to the mountains? Like literally in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, no, I need to be by myself. I need to do it by myself. I don't know where or why that came, like where it came from. But like, I'm kind of feeling that way now, but not necessarily I want to go by myself, but I like, I, I just want to like do something different, you know? Yeah, that's because you're um, like stuck down in this job yeah, I just, I <laughs> that just we've spoken about. Seat, like, I, I hate commitment will we yeah, move in no no it's fine it's, it's fine, fine. It's i fine. feel like this is brilliant just directed at you know whoever's okay because we're using the phone <laughs> you're using the phone <laughs> um yeah i like i do well with not being in my comfort zone i do well with change i hate certainty i hate predictability like i've never this is the first job that i've had that's like a routine and predictable hours like if you think of any job I've had it's always like mm. I don't know my roster I don't know what I'm doing You're until the day on the edge every day <laughs> yeah I guess you could say that <laughs> um yeah but that I don't know that because I feel like predictability like kills hope for me or something whereas like if, if something's predictable I dread it automatically okay. so like I'm not a creature of habit at all I'm like very much so the opposite yeah um but then when I went to Italy that time that was the first time that we had that I'd like gone away without him and that was for a month. How does he react? Like, because uh, like, I think now I'm just like t- talking about experiences in the past with my, with my exes. Like, I feel like they wouldn't be happy with that. But I feel like if I said to Ryan now, yeah. I'm going to go away for a month, he'd be like, absolutely go ahead. But I don't know. I feel like at that age as well, like you were what age? 19, 20. 20, yeah. Yeah, 20. 20 yeah, I feel yeah. like that's such a big decision to just get up and yeah. move. Like, as I said, I admire people so much to when they do things on their own because I can't do anything on my own. Mm. So, you know, like I can barely go to the shop on my own. So when I see people getting up and especially when they have relationships because I would be the codependent. Yeah. I would be like your friend that you're saying yeah, that yeah, yeah. I, two days away and I'm like, oh my God, they don't like me anymore. You know what I mean? So like I... I think it's uncommon to be honest. Like I think... A lot of people are like that. Yeah. It just depends. Like, it, like for different reasons. But I think, like, trust is obviously a huge part of that as well. Like, yeah. you know, there was this, thank God, and I don't know how we've created this atmosphere in our relationship, but, like, there's never trust issues. There's never been, like, jealousy in any intense way. And I don't know. I don't really know. I think it's just, like, our personalities as well has, like, a lot to do with it. And, like... He had to grow up in a very independent way. Like he moved out and was living by himself when he was 16. Mm. Like way, way before most people, you know, especially in Dublin. Mm. Like that's quite uncommon. That's rare. Yeah, so real. yeah, so like he was, he would be very independent in that way. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't, I, it was never like a question of like, no, you're, you can't do that or whatever. It was just like, okay, I'm like, you need to do this for yourself. And I need to respect that decision and like I think once you start chipping away at that it kind of creates that environment in your relationship if that makes sense like if you it kind of creates a back and forth if you start being untrustworthy and obviously that's way easier said than done like but sometimes I think if you start on that train and start that back and forth you kind of allow it to snowball almost I don't know if that makes sense did you ever go on holidays? I'm pointing at Keelan here. Is it? I did a hollywops. Did you ever go on holidays when you had a, a boyfriend and be away from them for a week and be like, oh, um, I don't know. Because you lived with your boyfriend. I your ex-boyfriend. I lived with my ex-boyfriend. In Galway, was the it? Long, see, I, I can't, we were doing long distance at the start. Like he was in Galway, I was in Dublin. 
For how long? Six months or something. Oh, God, wouldn't be me. But like that's wouldn't not, be me. Now, I wouldn't even classify that as sort of long distance because then I, obviously I did London to Dublin with Jason for a while. Mm. Yeah. I'd say that's long distance. I'd say Dublin to Galway is more medium distance. Mm. Yeah, but like you're I'm not a you're not a clingy person though. I'm I, I I thrive in relationships where they like don't need me that much. If you know what I mean, yeah, if they're independent. Yeah, yeah, it actually yeah. is a it's attractive to me yeah. and a turn on if they like have their own lives going on because it encourages me then to try better to yes, be more independent. Exactly. Whereas we're both clingy, I then turn into a clingy person. Exactly. And I'm just like, wait a minute, maybe we do want to be t- with each other twenty four seven. And then when I did, I actually when I moved to Galway, then I was so codependent on him. And it was like I couldn't function because yeah. I was so like obsessed with him. I literally couldn't have my own life separate to him. Mm. And I was probably worse because I didn't have my own separate friend group there. And mm. like a circle of people that, you know, my family weren't there. It was just real like I was attached to him at the hip, which was good for a while. But then obviously in the long run, I don't think that benefits you in a relationship. Mm. So and then with Jason, it was diff- It was a bit more different because I already had my like group of friends in London when he moved over and. It you was were just settled, I like, was settled. Yeah. So like I I had my life like I like when I ha- we have separate friends and separate things going yeah. on. Yeah. Can't be doing the same thing. But I have been in a relationship before where he went <laughs> this is real like <sighs> he went on an exchange in France to learn French. <laughs> <laughs> my old boy my first boyfriend who was like literally the it was like you know those movies where you see the jock and it's like yeah, well, you're you're gonna be working for me one day. Yeah, yeah. and one of those fucking assholes who like goes to Harvard and is like, yeah, my parents own a fucking yacht and oh, we go on holidays in the Hamptons. It was literally like that. It was like a total stereotype. He oh was like that. God. Um, but when we did long, and then he flew back and forth sometimes back to Ireland because he had a golf tournament. Oh, oh no, we you hate golf, Kim. I- if I it's see another flag. fucking story of a guy hitting a golf ball from behind. <laughs> and you know what the worst is when it's someone else is videoing them hitting a golf ball and they put it on their own story. And I'm like, we don't know where the fuck you're even hitting that to. Like, what Show, what are you showing your ass off? We or? don't care. What's going on? But yeah, he. we were doing long distance for that while. And I know that from that experience, I was like, oh, that's where I first saw that I kind of liked that situation where it was a bit long distance. You know, there's a bit of, there's a bit of tug. What's the word? Tug of war. Tug, a bit of a tug, pullback. There's a bit of a tension there mm. because distance makes the heart grow fonder. Mm. So I think that is kind of, you know, it does benefit a relationship the more independent you are separately. For sure. But you, you get caught in being yeah. codependent with each other the more time you spend together. So yeah. it's more yeah. difficult. The more like responsibilities, the more interlocked your lives become. Like if you're living together, the harder it is then to separate. Right yeah. But you do need, I think it is healthy though to do that. Yeah. Even though sometimes then if say if you're living together for a year and then all of a sudden you're like, I think I want to go to Paris for the summer. But like, don't come with me. It would be hard to have the conversation because it's just like, wait. Because you'd be offended. Yeah. Yeah, I would be, so. I would be climbing the walls. I'd be like, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. I just would be so like, I'd be like, what do you mean? Oh, there's a monkey coming through the oh, door. Bobby. Hello. Oh. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> Will I pause it? Yeah. Independence is good for a relationship. I yeah. think the more, but yeah, you would be. Sorry, you would be offended if someone was like, "I'm gonna go away for the summer, but don't come with me because I need this time to myself." It would be hard to explain that to yeah. someone. What? What you was? What was Ty right? like? I. He's very respectful. Like he never really like even for. 
You swear we're like we're like talking about like <laughs> you saying you're moving away to like no on but like, Mars, but it's still it's Canada. Still. Like what? Like yeah, that was, I made that decision before he decided. So like I was gonna go away for a semester, which is four months. So I was gonna be gone for five months. Now, obviously, that was with college as well. So it was different because like yeah. I wasn't just being like I'm going here for no reason just to get away from you. Like, mm. but you know, it wasn't even. It was just like, oh, okay, that's gonna be hard, but like. It's going to happen anyway. And then uh, then he ended up doing a full year. So we were there together. But even last year, like I was like, I don't know, like, you know me, I never know what I'm doing with myself. Mm. Um, And I was like, like my answer to feeling like I don't have any purpose is to just like fuck off, off. Yeah. <laughs> which is not helpful. Because then when I'm away, I'm like, I'm still, I, I haven't cured that like lack yeah, of purpose follow yeah problems exactly. follow you you can't escape your own problems and like even worse i'm like yeah. what am i doing i'm just like in the middle of nowhere in some country and i still don't have a purpose yeah. <laughs> um but like we had no plan at all like that was completely open-ended traveling we were just like we're just gonna go to portugal um Actually, and again keelan doesn't know about this the vision quest what Vision quest. You don't know about this. This is actually you were telling Jenny the other night, and like we were both just like, sorry, okay, you need to like so tell us, explain to Keelan what the vision quest is, and then your experience with it. Like, this is like kids being born in this place, like, you'll love it. Oh my god, oh my god, I love it. She loves it already. Are they breastfeeding? (laughs) Oh, you better bet. Breastfeeding in the sweat lodge, like, um. So this was, like, as I said, I've done workaways before and, like, well, I've done one in Italy before this. Did it two years in a row and it was amazing. Um, Same with loads of volunteers and we were kind of, like, working on a retreat centre. So the centre is there to host, for other people to come and host, like, yoga retreats or seminar retreats, stuff like that. Um, And you're basically working to keep the centre open for, like, accommodation stuff. So last year we wanted to find one, but, like, you really... And like, I do not say this lightly, like, especially now, it is literally such a good way to exploit people. Like these websites are fucking dangerous because it can be anyone like you can. So basically it's hosts will put up a post being like, and it can be anything. It can be minding animals. It can be babysitting. Like it can be anything. It's just a platform where people can post basically work uh, for volunteers. And the agreement is usually that you get bed and board Okay. Um, and food, food and accommodation. Um, and the first ones that we went to, and like my mum was always like, oh, you know, they're just taking advantage of you, which is true, probably for most places, because <laughs> like they're saving a fucking shitload of money, yeah. obviously, because they're not paying people. But I was like, I don't care because I'm having the time of my life. And like, it's like, like the, the, the one in Italy was like life changing, like unbelievable. I had the best time ever. Um, and everyone there was like super sane and copped on and stuff. So, sorry, do you have any tips then for people who are looking for workaways? Because a lot of yeah. people who listen are college students who like want to go away for the summer. Read the reviews, read all of them. Make sure there's like, like the, the one I went to in Italy had like hundreds of reviews. It was really well established. It also had a website uh, where they were advertising volunteering on their website. Like it had, I watched the videos, I looked at the photos you know, I was back and forth between the owners before I went, like all that kind of stuff. So definitely reviews and just make sure there's loads. And I would always make sure that there's like a a fair amount of volunteers there. Like, I think it's much better if there's loads of people because the reviews are much more reliable. Mm. And it's also, I think you just have a better time. 
Um, Can I ask you one thing? Do you ever, like, when you went to, on to these workaways, like, when you were on the way to it, did you, did you regret it at all? Like, were you like, what the fuck am I doing? The one last year, so this one... This one is mad, Keelan. You're one. actually not going to believe this story. I'm really hyping this I up, knew. but, like, no, you're going to die. See, Aelteen, so my friend that I went with, Aelteen, she, we were looking for them. We wanted to go away at the end of March. And then for my birthday, she was like, oh, I booked us flights and I, I found a workaway. And I was like, grand. Um, perfect. But, and then, and like, so in th- that place turns into accommodation as well. So like they host people who basically want to go away, but like live in nature. And they have these big safari tents, so like kind of like glamping tents, which are stunning. Like they're gorgeous. And in the description, for the accommodation, it was like, you get to stay in a tent. And me being naive and just being like, well, I'm working like probably six hours a day for you. I'm probably going to get nice enough. Something, at least in return, that's not just like a fucking camping tent. Yeah. Assumed that we were going to be getting these safari tents, right? Oh, <laughs> I, know, I know where this is going. Uh-oh. No, <laughs> I will never forget Kim oh. texting me going so you know the feeling that i i've said it million times millions of times on this podcast that yeah. feeling when you're going on a sleepover when you're younger now if and you're, you want to call your mommy and you yeah. want, yeah. Me up, and you want to call your mommy and you're yeah. going god do i go into the parent what do i say i'm gonna be sick what do i say <laughs> that feeling when you text me sent you sent me a picture of you in it was like <laughs> in, in the t- in the tent oh, no. i actually oh. my heart dropped out of my ass and was like oh my god she's meant to be there for like what three months and she's oh, in a fucking god. tent so what happened what so happened I, so we get there and like the the woman picks us up from uh the town which is called al Jazeera. it's in it's i don't know if it's classified as being in the algarve but it's in that area um and as soon as i got into the car i was like i I don't like this woman. I don't get on with her. She's like real distant, far away, not like caring at all, just like kind of blunt and like scary. And I don't know. I was just like, oh, um, the empath is like yeah. boiling inside. Oh, yeah. You feel everything. I was like, what the fuck? And then obviously we're driving up these mountains and stuff. And just the way she was talking, I was like, you're, it was so impersonal. Yeah. I was like, I'm just another cunt getting into your car that you are totally exploiting Mm. um so we go up there and like in Italy for example you go in and like they're so welcoming and they're like you know showing you around they the first thing they do is they bring you to your room which like I'm a person as soon as I land somewhere I unpack everything and put them on their shelves like I need everything in their drawers like I love I need like to settle into my space before I can be comfortable meeting all these fucking random people Mm. um so we get there and she's just like yeah uh, you just dump your bags like there on the driveway kind of place. So we're like, okay, uh, Ailton's big bottle immediately gets run over by a truck and <laughs> and they're just like, oh, shit. And then we we walk into the kitchen and I also at the time, like I've never felt so like ugly. Like, you know, when you just go through those phases where you feel shit about yourself. Oh, like my don't body, we know it. <laughs> body dysmorphia through the roof, oh, like... Yeah pale felt like shit like just oh. felt and like real like oh just felt horrible sticky Did, yeah sticky and, like, and just like, like really not myself and that like, you're like coming and going I'm, I'm, I'm gonna eat all yeah, your food kind yeah. of buzz and like you know when you just want to put on like a hoodie and tracksuit but it's it was in it was fucking roasting hot and i was like yeah. oh i'm like in no clothes and like i'm just like a pale chicken and yeah. ew yeah and like walk into the kitchen and there's these like the most beautiful human beings i've ever seen in my life <laughs> Full of these girls and I was like of course like looking like 
the first person I saw this girl oh my god she's like literally the most stunning person I've ever seen like bright blue eyes and like that gorgeous like golden tan but real deep tan super long hair and like real slender and tan and just beautiful and I'm there like also the day before I had for some reason made the decision to change my black laces on my shoes into green laces (laughs) as in I was having an identity crisis Very clear. <laughs> Whereas they felt that like males basically didn't have that. So they 
need to do a vision quest. So it is that you go up um, in isolation into the mountains and you dry fast. So you don't drink any water. Or you don't eat any food for three days straight. And there's you're not you're not close to anyone. Like you can't see anyone. You can't interact with people. And you basically have a circle that you have to sit in. And originally it was that you stared at a feather and you don't sleep for the three days as well. This sounds so bad for you. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Like midsummer. Like it I know. Like I, I knew you'd be terrified. It just gets worse. No, then, I understand the dry fast, but the not sleeping. Like the sleeping is so detrimental to your health. Yeah, health. doesn't but, that send you Lula? Like, I, I know. Remember that yeah. episode of iCarly where Spencer doesn't sleep? I and he goes crazy, he's hallucinating. Why wasn't oh, yeah, I? No, but like, I think that's the point. Like, they, they, like, they they're want to, you to hallucinate. It's that you, well, like, it's that you like experience like a, a vision that is going to be in some way life changing, yeah. or yeah, exactly. So, like, it is definitely meant to be extremely intense and like a basically an endurance test mm-hmm. and a survival test. So, I was like, you know, me being normal person was like, is that? okay and I know like I know these things are definitely possible but they require a serious amount of preparation and like a lot of care has to be taken especially for the people who are doing it and like they had the shaman family come in half the volunteer like you obviously didn't have to do it half the people who were doing it were volunteers who say had been there the year before and they experienced other people doing it uh, this year the wife so the owner of the workway was doing it as well also bear in mind they had two kids who like were there every day so like our volunteer house was right beside their family home on the same land mm-hmm. it was really bizarre um and then anyway they had like a, a shaman family come um and like host a vision quest they do loads of sweat lodges before <laughs> I think there's like a five-day prep um and then they go up the mountain and what's a sweat lodge sweat lodge is like a really hot sauna isn't it yeah it's like a it's like a dome created with sticks and then they pile out the blankets on it so that heat can't get out and you heat up volcanic rocks and then you put volcanic rocks in the middle of the circle and pour water on it so it's like a really hot sauna but it's pitch black and you can't stand up like you have to sit down and it's really cramped like you're I did one with LT and you're like super close to everyone okay um that now, sounds dangerous as well no <laughs> like they, dehydration they one before they go up and they do one when they come down <clears throat> okay and is that the people that that's not vision quest that's sweat lodge and no that's uh, sweat lodges are part of the vision quest oh okay okay so this is the prep and then they go up to the mountain they do the three days okay uh w- one woman got severe sunstroke and said that she almost died oh and then God. the wife got kidney stones had to come down early and like I don't want to sound like I am bad mouthing these practices because they are sacred rituals for people and they do like that's you know their your own beliefs and values and whatever. But these people were really fucking lost human beings and they were not screened properly. Like one of the girls was I don't think okay. And it didn't seem like there was much care taken for their mental state. And that's what freaked me out. And also, like, I was asking people, like, I was so interested in, like, what their purpose was. Like, yeah. I was like, like, we're not hunter-gatherers and we're not Indigenous people. And you don't hold those beliefs that Indigenous people do. So why are you doing this ritual? Um, there must be a, a good reason why you're doing this because it's so intense. And, like, most of them were just like, <clears throat> I need to experience something intense and like I need to like basically test myself see if I can survive like all these kind of 
reasons, which like each their own, but I don't know. It's a bit mad, like Jesus Christ. Like, would you not just like, like maybe turn your phone off or like delete Instagram or something? (laughs) No, I'd say these people don't have social media. Like if you're going to those lengths, it's like you're looking for something, you know, the way everyone has a God shape. God shape hole. They're just looking for something. What does that yeah. mean? I've never they're heard looking, that before. They're trying to fi- basically purpose. trying to find a purpose, trying to find God. So people will go to any lengths to try yeah. do that. Mm. So I understand from that perspective. But if you're if you're g- giving yourself a near death experience to do that, it's probably mm. like you need probably need a bit more help. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. We were talking about it's like you know remember those shows that uh, we said this the other night that uh, they like take ayahuasca and then. Um, it's like an, an American show yeah. and they, they there's like cameras all around and you can actually watch people in these experiences. Yeah, they video that though. Is that, that's like, supposed to be a private experience. Yeah, yeah and you yeah, can watch it on TV. I remember watching it and like people lose their fucking marbles. See, this is it though. Like so much of this and that's like workaways and all and like you have to be so careful of these people who put them because like a lot of people in our society are so lost because we don't like religion has fallen away and stuff so people actually like we don't have the same sense collective sense, sense of community and exactly. yeah so we're, we've lost that in like individualism yeah. so that's why bring like i can imagine myself if i was in a re- very vulnerable position going to one of these workways yeah that would sound to pe- i can un- i can actually imagine myself seeing that as appealing yeah one of those things and especially if the people around you in the community you're living with are all so interested in and advocating for it yeah. i can understand why you'd want to do that especially if people are coming back from the experience being like i had an out-of-body experience yeah. i found god it would almost entice you to do something like that. Yeah. So I do understand it. But yeah, sorry, go on. And it's and it's always it's always like super vague and like so ambiguous. Like you don't really ever know. Like it's never really articulated what people get from it. It's always just like, oh, it They're was like, like find crazy. out for yourself. You'll have to do it for yourself. It was exactly. life changing. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I'm it changed like, my life. But what changed your life? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I want to know details of what changed your life. But a lot of people would be attracted to that that whole statement of that was life changing. Yeah. Yeah. People are instantly yeah. attracted to that yeah, because yeah. they're like, oh, I, I want to change my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. want to change in my life. But I personally, for, like, I would never... Like, you know, the way you said you'd be interested and I could so see that one day you being like, I'm going up the mountains. Yeah. I'm pointing at Keelan here. <laughs> I would definitely see you do that. Me, on the other hand, I don't think I would go to that extent. Yeah. I, I've been interested, like, I think I would do ayahuasca minus the puke part. You know, the way you have to, like, vomit on a... You yeah. vomit before yeah, you do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You purge. Yeah, you purge. Wait, what? Yeah. I wouldn't be no, that. No, 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 no. We I have to go back. That. You purge. What do you mean you purge? <laughs> the sirens you... go off. No, when you take to... No, when no, the... Yeah, when you take the ayahuasca, you like... Vo- basically, everything is you, leaves your body. Like you empty. Yeah. Like you like get you, sick like you this... shit yourself completely. Like you, yeah. your body totally empties itself. But like, I think that's, you know, part, part of it as well. Like, yeah, like... Oh my god! I don't, That's a I, bit much. I think if you're actually like, I think if you're taking it and you're like properly led and you're in a safe space and stuff, you probably don't. Like, I think if you're at that stage, you don't give a shit about shitting yourself. Yeah, yeah no, it's like <laughs> you, know? you, you don't care anymore. But I remember my when my mom used to rent out a room in our family home, like a homestay thing. Mm. We'd get like the weirdest characters coming to the house, but we had this lovely couple from <laughs> they were from Hawaii, and this girl she was very woo woo, and she mm. was like. 
uh, we came here for a purpose she's like we came here for a reason where we were supposed to meet each other like to my family and we'd all like drink together after dinner and it was such a nice experience she started crying when she had to leave that day but when she was talking to my mom she was like you have a bad spirit inside you and you need to get rid of it and then now I don't know the full details but my mom said this in a private conversation she was like you need to do x y and z and then this bad spirit and this toxic energy and this bad omen will leave your body and then that evening my mom and they weren't drinking this this night my mom like projected vomited for literally three hours oh, what God. yeah after she did some sort of woo-woo wait what? did did your mom do the woo-woo or no no the, the woman did it onto my on my mom onto my mom onto your own oh yeah. my god yeah. see i am a firm believer in like all that kind of stuff and especially when it comes to like i i don't know are like mediums the same thing with like sort of it's just believing in something larger than yourself mm. i definitely do yeah, but i yeah. don't know exactly what it is but yeah i i'm the exact same mm. i do believe that there's something else out there like you know there's a, a with skepticalism skepticism. skepticism like there's a lot like you know you see the, the shows on tv like do you ever watch taylor the medium hollywood medium no, no. honey no. oh my <laughs> No. Do you not watch that? No. The Hollywood medium. Oh my god, fucking brilliant. <laughs> no guys, I'm brilliant. No, fucking brilliant. So he goes to like the Kardashians house and oh, it's like yeah. this is something really bad's gonna happen to you and like mm. well, something very bad happened. But like I am a, I am definitely I um I get sucked into that kind of stuff and I would believe it. Mm. This kind of stuff with the like the yeah. finding find change life changing finding more i don't know i'm just i'm not a, i'm i'm not taken to it but i am a i am a spiritual person and i do believe in do you believe in ghosts definitely your spirits like, yeah, yeah yeah like i i almost want to say i'd like to i'd like to oh sure like, I, sure we all know about my ghost stories I just, the, the opposite like not believing in spirits is way worse yeah. <laughs> I'm just like it just being like we die and that's it you yeah, know exactly, I love yeah, like yeah. seeing a white feather seeing a white butterfly yeah. seeing a dove you know the magpies yeah. I love all of that yeah. only two though not and if one. someone's looking after you a cold chill going by yeah. like I just f- feel like it makes me f- it actually comforts me and makes yeah. me feel like I'm being protected by something larger than myself yeah. so I do actually like believing in those sort of I things. think it's true you know in, in for my granny's funeral <clears throat> No word of a lie. We were sitting in the church and a white feather fell on me and my sister. Like, or it was me and my mom. Anyway, the person to my left. And it was like at her funeral. Mm. Like, what, why, where would a white feather come from in a church? Yeah. We have it laminated in the kitchen. Aww. Like, where would... Like, where, do you yeah. know? Like, those type of things. I'm just like... I remember when I was going through a breakup last year. And so three of my grandparents are gone. And three feathers fell. Like, I remember standing outside... I was on the phone to my mommy and I was crying and I was like, oh, just this, that and the other, like, it, like uh, crying about everything. And um, three white feathers fell. And I was like, mommy, you're not going to believe this because like that there's three grandparents. So I, be- I believe in that kind of stuff. But when it comes to, again, I just repeat myself when it comes to like the vision quest and stuff, I'm just mm. a bit like, ah give over like yeah, you know? and like these are very bad. <laughs> no, I don't, like, I don't think like even there's like the shamans and what they believe. What's a shaman? Oh, I don't even know how to it's define like a spiritual it. guide, isn't yeah. it? But like I they think... weren't like like even when I was in Italy, the people who were hosting the seminars were like 
like he was just a businessman who like literally lived in Hawaii. He couldn't have been a less spiritual person and he was just like good at, and he, he was like proper like textbook, like I'm going to change your life and you know. Like a cult uh, leader sort yeah, of was. literally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid, yeah, love it. Proper. Love. Yeah, like so clearly as well. But like we, even the volunteers and stuff, like we'd be like cutting his head out of leaflets and sticking them on egg cartons and stuff, like taking the piss because he was so obviously... Like we were like, how are that? How are these people coming to these retreats and paying like five grand a week to like go? What? Yeah, for him, and he was just like a, like a spiritual leader. I'm fucking exclamation marks, um, and you know, you know, like the typical like preying on people who are lost and being like, if you just do these things, then you're gonna feel X, Y, and Z. Which like no one has the answer to anything, and you can't be giving a blanket answer to anyone's problems especially when it comes to feeling lost and purpose and stuff like that's very deep-seated and very internal and very subjective to each individual sure you can give them tools but like you know it was very like and he's like a millionaire who lives in Hawaii (laughs) Um, Hawaii whereas like the shamans who came like they not their philosophy was not like that at all like their philosophy is very much so about like the land and like how we need to be more connected to nature and how we're all one and they would like they would live off the land they've never had a home they lived in a caravan like one of them was born in a sweat lodge like they're very like very connected to nature which is it wasn't like a set of values or beliefs apart from the very basic fact that like we are all nature like that kind of stuff so they weren't promising anything, I don't think, with the Vision Quest. They were like, if you want to do this, you can and we will just host it for you. But it was more so like the, the actual owners of the Workaway, they, I think they were the problem in many ways, especially for the volunteers. Because it like basically got to a point. So one of the volunteers, like he'd been there for months, like seven months or something. And he had what seemed like a really good relationship with the the wife, so the woman who was hosting the work or hosting the like our boss basically. Um and he was like the fire keeper of the sweat lodges. So he was the one who would open the door and, and put the volcanic rocks in. So he was around all these like traumatized people and like hearing about all of their like them releasing their emotions and like real heavy stuff. And after the vision quest ended, he basically was like, I need two days off. Because we're going straight from it being a vision quest to it being a co- accommodation, which are two completely separate things. And he was just like, I am exhausted and I'm so emotionally drained and like, I don't feel well. And then it started to get weird because the owners were just being like real, like, like not being cognizant of people's feelings and stuff. So, <laughs> Which is kind of ironic because isn't that the whole thing that like yeah. they're meant to be exactly. helping people? And they're making it worse, like... Exactly. But, like, I don't... Again, I just think they were fucking exploiting people. This is it. Like, there's so many people on that platform who just are, like, perfect. We can just get people who we don't have to pay. We don't even have to provide them with accommodation. Eventually, they started locking the food cupboards on us because they were, like... They got this Irish girl, the poor fucking girl. She was cooking for, like, 12, 15 people by herself. She had, like, two mental breakdowns. And she wasn't even being like, I don't want to do this. She was like, I just want someone else to be in the kitchen with me. And they were like, yeah, 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 no worries. And then they, like, wouldn't put anyone else on with her. And she was, they were keeping her on food because she was making, like, the most insane food for us. Like, unbelievable cooking. 
and then they'd like come into the kitchen and they'd they'd like turn their nose up at something that she made and she they'd be like oh you're using too much of like that thing meanwhile none of us are living in any accommodation that even requires electricity or anything like we had no washing machines like none of that um and you're still in a tent at this stage yeah we we upgraded to a caravan that like didn't upgrade upgrade of luxury at that point like, but it wasn't even I remember this story and you were like they gave us a caravan we can do whatever we want to it is this the same time or is this a different no, time no this is a di- that was a different one okay. that was like no the, the next workaway they gave us a fucking gaff like they literally gave I us a house that. like it was oh, a complete yeah, yeah, totally yeah. different experience mm. um, but this one we, we moved into a caravan that was like it wasn't like a Functional. working caravan yeah. like it was just a structure and it was literally on the fucking side of a cliff like properly on the side of a cliff um and anyway we started like people were clearly like I don't know everyone's mental health just got really bad went really downhill there was mad stuff happening there was an open relationship happening in it that was like making everything really weird and like it all just got really intense and we like we wanted to have like to talk to the owners like collectively about how we were feeling and they basically were like we're we're unavailable like we're too busy whatever so we were like okay we'll just like call a circle with us and like talk about how we're feeling because everyone's clearly not okay and then the owners like went mad and they were like I can't believe you went behind our backs and had a meeting without us and like all this kind of stuff and we were like okay what the fuck's going on and I was like I fucking knew it from day one that these people were psychos (laughs) so then they call a circle with them and all of the volunteers together and it was the most bizarre thing I've ever experienced. Like these people who have been working for these cunts for like, some of them were there for like nine months and stuff. And this guy that was the firekeeper, he was like, I'm just really like emotionally not okay and exhausted and all this kind of stuff. And two days before there had been like two days of rain and the whole table went around talking about how they felt and like how they thought the work was unfair blah 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 and their only response was okay maybe you're just physically unfit for this work which didn't make any sense because it wasn't even physically demanding or oh god that storm really messed up all the energy here and like I remember oh, me and ALT the weather bury oh, me the May. storm <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh I can't do that today it's raining oh Oh my god! You know when you're like must be the weather. Yeah, yeah, literally. (laughs) Feeling very down. (laughs) Feeling blue. Feeling feeling very blue. Must be the weather. Like oh my god! Like to everything, and this after they locked the food. So we're not getting proper accommodation, and now we're not allowed to have food. So like, they gave. What was that about? Like, how can they lock the cupboards? Too much. You're There's using too much snacking walk. going on. Like, stop with the snacking. <laughs> we just imagine Kim creeping into the <laughs> creeping into it's the like kitchen. Mice. <laughs> they gave the key. They gave the key to one person. Oh my god! So you had to text her if you wanted a fucking apple. Like, oh, that's shocking. That's, that's really, really bad. That's really bad. That's really scary. Yeah, it's really horrible. I was like, okay, now we are firmly in a cult. Like, yeah. we need to get the fuck out of here, and like. That day, you know, when you're in primary school and you're like pinching your friend under the table, like me and Elton were like, oh my God, oh my God. And they were like, yeah, the storm, like they must have said it about 15 times. And we were like, oh my God. And then we all basically were like, okay, I think we're all going to leave in like two days. (laughs) And they were like, well, you know, before we opened up for accommodation a few years ago, we just kicked all of the volunteers out and we were fine without them anyway. And we were all just like, right, we're all leaving on Sunday then. And we all left, like literally about 12, 12, 13 of us all left on the one day. Like we 
we fucking fleed the place and we oh. were like, what just happened? Now that's massive. Mammy pick me up. I want to go <laughs> home. <laughs> like, I'd be calling as soon as I arrived. Mammy, get me a private jet out of here. Get, get a holly- yeah. helicopter immediately. And like that, I would have scaled the walls. Like this is why... Like you're there just no mad. There was I scaling the tent. Scaling the tent. Scaling the poles of the tent. Oh scaling the mountain. Like no. I was fucking scaling the mountain in that tent. And like. so how did you get out of there? Like what was the, so the outcome of that? Like, there was actually a festival on yeah, Oh, love. It was like a market that turned into a festival. Um, that we had planned to go to anyway, but we were like, oh grand, we'll all just leave and go to that. Because people had caravans and stuff. So we were like, oh, we'll all just like go yeah um that was the time we went out on the on the friday and we just we went on like a mad one and like oh it was really bad anyway like basically me and one of the other irish girls went missing but we didn't go missing but we basically stayed out like until like 3 p.m the next day blowing some steam off like come on like after all of that drama can we pause because i really need to pee and i'm loving the story yeah of course Oh, yeah, you were blowing off some steam. You were blowing yeah. off steam. <laughs> um, yeah, we just literally just blowing like... off steam. <laughs> Sweat lodge. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Sweat lodge. Sweat lodge. Very Sweat lodge. good. Sweat lodge. Sweat lodge. Um, you went missing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, no, actually. So we just like we were at this bar place and then everyone went home and they were like, either you come home with us or like you find your way home later. And we were like a good three hours away. So we were just like, yeah, fuck it. It was me, Ailteen, and the other Irish girl. Um, and then we ended up like going back to this house and one of, one of the other girls went missing. I also went missing. And <laughs> elaborate of the went missing. What were you doing? Uh, I just, I left to get drink um, and I just ended up like having too much of a good time. But Ailteen was, as in like, I, ju- I was just off with people just like being fun. yeah silly um and they Ailton didn't know because she had been asleep when I left and I I'd been gone for hours like and my phone was in the house so they didn't know where the fuck I was and the other Irish girl was also missing she was in some with some guy um and then I came back and I remember I knocked on the door and the guy that op- that owned the house opened the door and he was like uh, he just said something he was like oh my god or something like that and I was like what and he like called Elton in and she was like bawling her eyes out crying like having a total breakdown she was like I thought you were dead meanwhile she had gone out walked around like the the town that we were in going into the bakeries and stuff with a photo of me being like have you seen this girl she had oh to call the volunteers. So we we had also like, we didn't go to work this day and stuff. This, the Irish girl was the one who was cooking for everyone. She was meant to be on cooking duties that day as well. And I was like, yes, I love the way she's not there because fuck them. Like, yeah. um, And she had rang the workaway and told all the volunteers that we had gone missing. So the volunteers had to borrow the car of the owners and drive around Al Jazeera looking for me and fucking this other girl. Like, we were absolutely grand. But I remember, like, I was... Because I'd been out in the sun for, like, hours and hours. Like, I'd say I was gone for five hours. And I was, like, fucking... 
like I had gained I'd say 10 million freckles like looked like a different person like sunburned everything and I remember getting back to the house and everyone was like like it was real serious like everyone was like coming up and hugging us being like I can't believe you're I'm thank god you're okay and like we were so worried about you and stuff and the wife just walked in and looked at me and was like I can see the fire in your eyes. And I was like, oh my God, she thinks I'm the fucking devil. This woman hated me. Like, we just did not get on. Uh, but we were leaving the next day. So we got up the next morning. We just packed our bags and we just, just went left. to that festival thing. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's a very long winded way of saying be careful. Be careful. <laughs> so it all started of tips on the workaways. <laughs> okay, work this could happen if you go on a workaway. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. But like the the taking advantage of it's, young it's really young thing. like kids basically because mm. like nine, you said there was like a twenty one year old, mm-hmm. even though they're they're not technically a kid, but like they are. Oh, yeah. We are. I'm still a kid. Kind of. Oh, oh my god. Keelan's like, I'm not. I'm not a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a kid. <laughs> but no, I, I, I. To be personally honest, I wouldn't do a work away. Mm, but I'm just no. not that kind of buzz. Mm. You know. I've seen some horror stories when people are like nannying abroad, oh, and yeah, it's the same. Where the kid, there was some girl, and she put up a post about like one of one of the children she was nannying for had to go to A and E, and then the mom left her in the car with the toddler. With like no nappy bag or anything, and the toddler then shot shot himself. No nappy bag left, locked in the car oh of the car park. And you know when you're in a e, like you're there for eight hours. Oh, she just left them in the car. Like God. the girl couldn't drive or anything. They were just sitting in the car waiting. Oh my god! Oh my god! I must have stank. Yeah, I know. But imagine screaming, crying to poor screaming, oh, no. trying to- crying toddler. Oh yeah, horrific. God. Wait, where did you hear this? This is on the internet now. Oh, uh, on, on, the internet, on, like, the internet. on the internet, on the World Wide Web. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I hope you can hear that in the back. Um, let's uh, let's have a let's spice things up a let's bit. Spice it up. Let's spice things up. How to how do you how to know and navigate when you've outgrown a friend or when a friendship is toxic? This is such an interesting question because I am really interested at the moment of people's friends and like mm. I'm so I'm so invested in people's friendships and I like I'm always um I wouldn't say like I'm not I'm not judging them but I'm always like uh very clued in to yeah. what's going on am yeah. I I'm very clued into how people are treated what yeah. people are like mm. and the main thing you know the way you always hear of a narcissistic boyfriend mm. or girlfriend mm. you never hear about a narcissistic friend mm. there's so many friendships that people have that are being it's like a hold over them mm. that they're like there's a narcissistic I know, way i don't think there are that many i think na- narcissism is a rare enough disorder it's just yeah. like sometimes people are just cunt bags and yeah. don't know how to <laughs> don't know how to be friends yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah, it's weird because Ellie sent me now. I went through a friendship breakup recently. Well, not recently, like months ago. But Ellie sent me this poem called All My Friends Have New Beliefs. And it was just about like, you know, how people grow in different directions. And maybe they, you know, they, people just get a bit weird. Mm. You know, when you get older, when you're younger, yeah. it's able to like people are you're kind of you have so many similar interests. You're all on the same path. Mm. And then when you get to a certain age, you just like fucking it's like bouncing off the walls, complete opposite different directions. Yeah. Um and it's just like impossible to come back from where you're like, I don't even know how to talk to you anymore. Do you know? Yeah. It's just weird. It's so like me and Elsie were talking about this recently and we were like, it's so difficult. Like it's hard enough with relationships to bring stuff up that is uncomfortable and be like, I'm feeling this way. Like you're making me feel this way and you're doing this thing that's making me. It's 
impossible to do that with friends. Like I find it yeah. so, so hard if you're, if you feel like a friend is making you feel a certain way. I don't know why, but for some reason, yeah, it's just I agree. So I definitely, I definitely like, agree. It feels like way more raw and like, yeah, because you feel know. like you're being high maintenance friend because yeah. it's like supposed to be relaxed and it's not you're not supposed to depend on each other that much yeah. with a friend where True. it's more understandable with the relationship because you're like yeah. you spend more time together so yeah. it's like expected to have those conversations and it's more normalized like, yeah. in relationships but with a friend you're not really supposed to be like oh let's talk about our let's talk about our dynamic right yeah. now yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it's like will yeah. we go to friendship counseling sorry that would be yeah. very uh, that would be a very Ellie Moncrief thing let's talk about our dynamic right yeah. now so how do you think how do you think we're getting on yeah. it's but, like yeah we've got chats we have a good time but maybe there should be more of that definitely yeah. there should be more of that especially yeah if especially you want the relationship to last long yeah. it, there, those conversations should be had and like with, that's with friendships like resentment is a massive thing and yeah. resentment is a product of not communicating mm-hmm. like if you feel a certain way about someone you don't say it like we all know then that just gets locked in your mind doesn't fucking leave and then the more stuff that they do you just add to the resentment that you already feel but like with relationships it's normalized to be like there's such a conversation around like oh have you spoken to him about it and like you should be able to be open with your partner and stuff but with friends you never hear that advice really and I think with relationships as well they're like obviously uh, a relationship they would see a different side to you than a friend would like they see that like intimate side like uh, (laughs) like I was telling (laughs) I was telling you the story you I you had gone but I was saying a story of like um it was like maybe like last week or something and I was I think I told you the story but I was bawling my eyes out being a brat uh, and Ryan took my phone (laughs) I'll actually show you the picture I actually need your reaction bawling my didn't take a picture of you oh on my phone and goes (laughs) sorry I love him for this (laughs) I'm obsessed no wait no I just need to get your live reaction but he took a photo of me Photo of the yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> if you want to, but like it's really bad. No, because he was like, he was like, Amy, stop. Like, why are you so upset? And I was like, I just, I didn't blah, blah, blah. And he was like, anyway, give me your phone quick. And I was like, why? He was like, I just need to take a photo of you right now. And I was Kiddiest cry I've ever seen in my life. Like, you look like a proper toddler in it. Hang on. Um, like let me just, oh, let me just find it. I, I need so to find I need to find I found it pretty quick pretty quickly the other day but um oh hang on now here here it's coming up it's come it's coming, it's coming up um yeah so oh, he- <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god either <laughs> <laughs> I can actually hear that picture. No, you know? look at the saliva. Look at the saliva that's like stuck to my my teeth. But like you'd never, like you'd never sit in front of a friend. You, of course, you'd sit in front of a friend and cry. Not like that. No, yeah. you just you just don't. Yeah. You don't cry. Yeah. Guys, look at my eyebrows. Like they're all swept down. Yeah. I'm. I can't tell if you look seven or seventy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> My t-shirt's also on backwards. <laughs> just, just, just to help it. Proper like dribbly cry. Yeah, dri- dribbly cry. But like, 
your friend would never turn around and be like, give me, give me your phone. Like they, they'd be list. It'd be so much more serious. No, it depends on the yeah. situation. But like, I feel like relationships, feel like they, you there's don't like, even like get into those chats anyway of like, you're making me feel this way. And I'm so sad. Like yeah. that's, I, I, I don't know. Maybe people do. I yeah. certainly, yeah, I don't know. I have heard of other people who have friendships like that, where they're always, you know, maybe coming into conflict, but it's probably yeah. if they're really dependent on each other and spend a lot of yeah. time together. Yeah. But I've never had a friendship like that where yeah. it's like, you know, button heads all the time and needing to have yeah. conversation, you know, those tough conversations. Because yeah. that's not the friendship that I would like, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's too much. Yeah, like I, I, like I hear about it, like... um Especially, I always get the goss when I'm tattooing. And like, mm. again, the the age group that I tattoo, a lot of them are like quite young. Yeah. And it's like, the goss is like, oh yeah, like, you know, I fell out with this person or that person because I got a boyfriend or because I got a girlfriend. And it's mm. like, really like, those type of friendships scare me because I'm like, oh God, I would mm. never want someone to fall out with me because I have a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, those type of friendships are never really like spoken about that much I guess but like we've all all of us here have lost a friend or broken up with a friend yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but the question was how to I don't really know I don't know if it's toxic yeah it's yeah it's hard to know I think I definitely for for myself um I always kind of uh line it up in my head in a way of uh the what you do for them and kind of think of like well, what have they done for you other than yeah, this, well, like, that, and the other? What is the question? How do you know if it's toxic? Like how yeah, how do you how do you know when to like break away? I mean, if you're asking the question, you probably know. you probably know. Mm, but like, it's like easier said than done. Like yeah. I personally, like I had I had a friendship and. I was so glad that something bad happened because the person, it was, yeah. it was an excuse. The person, the person was constantly doing bad things to me, like really, yeah. really fucking bad things. Mm. And I was just letting them slide because I just don't like conflict. And then they did something awful. And it was like, yes, now I can finally fucking break away from you because yeah. you're, you're toxic in my life. But I think it's when you're surrounding yourself with people who are like definitely, uh, treating you better and noticeably better because mm-hmm. you can spend a lot of time with one person and then realize that you know the person that you met last week is treating you so much better than yeah. this person that you're spending all your time with yeah. does yeah. that make sense yeah i know from like the last breakup i went through we were always kind of had that relationship i was sort of attached to them because we were friends for so long mm. and we like yeah. went through so many things together if that makes sense but we'd always have this relationship where it was like lights lagging back and forth banter sort mm. of like brother and sister sort of way which I like in a relationship you know if you can take the piss out of each other it's like a comfort thing but then there was loads of situations where they were like oh this person said this bad thing about you and it's just like why are you bitching about me to other people you know it's like why do those people feel comfortable to bitch about me to you and then why are you also relaying the information to me and it's like I don't want to feel horrible after every time we have a conversation Mm -hmm. and I also know in my bones that you talk shit about me behind my back no oh god <laughs> no I'm not no I'm not because I just gave them the break gave them the fucking boot obviously yeah. but it's just like I went through that for so I put up with that for probably two years mm-hmm. of them being like like bitched about me when I got engaged bitched about me when I got pregnant and it's like those are Sorry, two huge what? milestones in my life 
life and they're being like oh ro- literally rolling their eyes and it's like what's wrong like what kind of a bitter cunt are you yeah. to be like rolling your eyes at something like that when we've been friends for so long and it's like we're both imperfect people and we both have flaws but it's just like why do you have to be horrible yeah throughout like big changes in my life and that's like, all what, jealousy like what yeah of course it is and what like, like some people are just friends so that they have a fucking topic of conversation to bitch about with the other friend mm. in inverted commas as in like if you actually question like do they actually care about me like do they care about what I'm going through like you like we'd be aware of what's going on in each other's lives and like it's like you know we'll be like how is that specific thing like how is like your mom or how's your sister or how is whoever and like that's because we really care I don't I'm not asking you that because I want to go and you know turn around to Keaton next week and be like oh did you hear about Emer's sister or her mom or something like that where I feel like that like I've been through friendships like that where like I've confided in people because I think that they're asking me about myself because they care about me and then I end up you know being open with them because I'm like oh they actually care and then two weeks later someone will turn around to me and be like oh I heard about x thing and I'm like oh okay so this has been talked about in a group full of people and the only reason they're saying it back to me is to get the update it's not even to be like how are you how do you feel about this situation? It's to be like, oh, I wonder, could I squeeze any more update about this gossip about this fucking girl? That's when I realised, when I when I realised people were ta- spinning really personal stuff that I thought was confidential around with other people, I was like, okay, no, that's that means that they don't care about, they don't care about my emotions. They don't actually really deep down care about how I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? Like why, if you question why they're actually friends with you and... That doesn't have to be, you know, they don't have to be doing stuff for you or anything like that. But I think it's kind of clear if people really care about how you're doing. Yeah, I think that a huge question for me is how are you? Yeah. If they yeah. ask you how you are, yeah. it's a, like, they're, like, I mean, some people can be like, how are you, babe? But not actually care. But like, if someone's like, yeah. how are you? And they respond. But like, a lot of those type of friendships, if you go, they ask you, how are you? And then you say this, that, and the other, they are only asking you so that they can tell you Mm. about themselves Mm. as well, which is, like, obviously draining because, like, a lot of people, like, for myself, like myself, empathetic. So, like, immediately, no matter what's going on in my life, I will latch on to them, be like, oh, God, I feel really bad for them when it's Mm. like, wait a minute, you just asked me how I am. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I guess the main thing is, is, if you ask the question, you probably ah look. Oh, that's the first picture you took of me that's after I give birth. Oh my god! No yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, your hair looks fab now. Does yeah, it? Love. Yeah. No, it looks fab. It's still growing back. Because considering you lost it, it looks really great now. Um. Now, does anyone want to pick like one more question? Because I think this podcast is like a million hours long. So. Oh yeah, but well, I we have about an hour of footage, so. But I love it. Give that- us a cocktail invention you've tried and loved. Oh. Cocktail invention. We're, we're very boring here. No. I just wanted to, it's, it's something fun to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can do another question. You can do another podcast or another question if you want. Now, I remember during lockdown, I don't know if this is a done thing already, but we used to do vodka, ice, orange juice and grenadine. Have you had grenadine before? No, the red. That's like the bitters, is it? No, it's not bitters. Oh, it's just it's like, like this red, red syrup. It's oh. like a syrup. 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 But when we were kids, we used to get um, grenadine and Coke. 
when we were in the pub, when we used to go to the pub with our parents. Quirky. Yeah, uh, you get a, ba- a bag of potato and the grenadine and the coke. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Sit there for hours on the Nintendo DS. Is it alcoholic? No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It's alcohol free. But vodka, orange juice and grenadine with ice. Um, yum, yum, yum. I think that it has a name though. I think it's like a something sunrise. Oh, tequila sunrise. Maybe it is a tequila sunrise, but we do it with vodka. Vodka, yeah. Okay, nice. What about you, Dibby? Um... A cocktail? I don't know. I love a I love elderflower and oh, stuff. Yum. So nice. Or rosemary in cocktails as well. Really? Yeah, like it, like some I think there was one in that I used to work for Leap Card and we'd always have our work parties in Milano. Um so Milano's fucking shite, but oh their cocktails God, it's so bad. It's so so every bad. time I go there, I'm like, everything. I'm like, maybe it's gonna be good this time. Because remember back in the day, Milano's was like the yeah. in place to go, yeah. Yeah. and then you just go, and the pass is hard, and the and the it pizza's cold. It's it tastes like fridge. Like yeah, it actually horrible. tastes like the inside of a freezer. Like, I remember being like, oh my fucking god, how is this so popular? Yeah. Can I tell you a secret? But the dough balls are yummy. You know, mm. so I heard. I heard this. Oh, 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 so basically, if you get a bad taste in your mouth after pizza, oh. it means the dough has gone off. Like if you have really yucky, yucky in your mouth. Oh. But I heard this about Domino's. So like, I feel like <laughs> Domino's, oh, <Donna. laughs> it's not, Domino's will always give you a yucky, yucky taste. Yeah. But if you have like a really like, ooh, taste in your mouth. That's what I heard now from someone who works in Domino's. Okay. Yeah. And Insider scoop. Insider scoop. <laughs> uh, sorry, do you know the wedges are from Little? In oh, from- yeah, I know. I've gotten them from Little. Oh, my God. They're yummy. Oh. In the air fryer. Stunning. Oh, oh the air fryer. <laughs> oh, the air fryer. Bring it up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually, I seen one more question. What does this mean? Faves of this month? Yeah, what are your favourite things of this month? I'm loving my Kindle at the moment. It's like my emotional support. Even Aww. though I do love the feel of a physical book, but the Kindle is just so handy. Yeah, for, yeah. for night time. Yeah. Because you can lie on your side. No lights And no lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so light in your bag as well. Yeah, Except so you handy. You don't look as cool if you're, if you're reading in public. No. <laughs> She's like holding it up to Kim. If you're reading it's in public, time. it doesn't look as cool or sexy. Yeah. with your kindle like yeah. there's nothing sexy about a kindle no no no, no. um sorry i sorry i've been the um chair uh, mic holder i was about to say chair holder <laughs> i've been the mic holder of this podcast so like i'm sorry if it's like vroom, vroom, because the girls are like sitting like right beside me but like i'm trying to like get both of them in quickly because like obviously if we were in a studio there would be no like Vroom, vroom, because it's not as intimate it's, it's not as studio. intimate I just yeah. think with Kim we were just like we just we just wanted a, a girly chat yeah. and I just think sometimes in the studio I can be a bit more reserved yeah. and I definitely um obviously we said this before like we love Shane to bits but like someone else is listening yeah. and like we I just didn't know how this podcast was gonna go I don't know if there's gonna be tears or like you know what I mean yeah. and I was just no. like oh, I think just think this would be better for him Cozier. to yeah to be in here but like I apologize if my mic skills are off no I think they're I think everything you do is perfect Aww, this actually Debbie. Co- oh Debbie um my so what was your faves this month I to, to end this podcast um faves this month i'm i'm gonna say like i'm gonna go for an experience oh love. oh my god fire away kimmy oh other side <laughs> festival oh yeah, I'm, gonna, definitely. I'm gonna say I did get FOMO. It looked so fun. It was one of those, you know, when like everyone goes to Gwail Tucked yeah. at the summer and it's like, oh, you're all great friends and you had a fucking great time. Yeah, we all know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, putting up up. like three albums on Bebo and Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Fuck, I actually am going to go with an experience as well. But I was going to say, I'm loving my skincare at the moment. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it's just something that I... I you It's because all the stuff you gave me, Keelan. I'm like, Keelan's like secondhand. Like, hand me down. She's like, I don't want this. You have this. Mm-hmm. It's like perfectly packaged still. Perfect. Oh, but I'm loving that. It's making me feel really... Like, I feel like in the mornings, if I don't... Now, I was never a massive skincare. Like, I'd be like, slap on the moisturizer from Boots and I'll be grand. But like, I'm really loving my serums. Yeah. Oh, I am. Such a nice little ritual to have it yourself. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, just, you know, you have your shower and then yeah. you wash. And like, I don't even know what the fuck half of these things do. I don't even know what they are. It's like heptide, see, bop, 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 And I'm just like throwing them on my face. And I'm like throwing like millions of these like water serums. They're probably not all meant to be put together. But I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway. Do you know what I mean? So, um... And yeah, and I'm like, consider, I'm like, I don't know what to do for boom because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to bring all my because I'm not pack, but booking yeah, a bag on. I got like, um, I got a serum in a pharmacy on Baggett Street, and she gave me like this like sample thing. It was like, but it was like a full box of like four like unreal products, and they're in like tiny packaging. I was like. You know, when you're like, how's that a sample? It's like, how's this free? It's like so good. And they're all perfect sizes. Oh, are you going to bring them? Yeah, oh, for they're travel. all like perfect. That's yeah, so yeah. good. Brilliant. Like, thank you very much. Oh my God, I'll be using some of them then. Yeah, so good. Well. Well, guys, thanks so much, Kim, for coming on. Yeah, hey, thanks, guys. That was so good. Isn't she the best, guys? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she just the best? Um. Okay, well, I guess we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.